unsung fact, promise and fulfillment, birth and death. The whole drama of life is written in the sands of time. We present a new series of radio programs, The Clock. Nobody, but nobody, will sell you a car for less than Don Richards Lincoln Mercury. And especially during grand opening sale time. We've done it again, just in time for a grand opening, purchasing another 10 1969 Mercury's Coupe four-door hardtops. Loaded with power steering, power brakes, automatic transmissions. All have factory air conditioning. They carry the balance of the 50,000 mile, a five-year warranty. Property taxes are paid, too. And priced at a low, $25.95. While you're at Don Richards Lincoln Mercury, see the fantastic 1971 sexy German import Capri. Economical to buy and operate. And selling for under $2,300. Remember, nobody but nobody sells for less. According to some, there are two worlds of existence. One we call the earthbound, the other, the spirit world. For those who are here on earth, time is limited. For those who inhabit the spirit realm, time is limitless. And there is a definite link between the upper strata and the lower. A link that can be bridged in the space of a few moments by those who have the power to do so. Now, I can't argue pro or con concerning this belief. Time is an observer, not a contestant. But whether you are skeptical or not, you might lend an ear to the saga of a man named Marty Kane, and then form your own conclusions. Thanks a lot for picking me up, mister. It's getting dark out there. People ain't so cordial when the sun goes down. I wasn't afraid of you, young man. Not after I felt your vibrations. My what? Your vibrations, your cosmic emanations. Oh. Yeah? Do you know what I mean? Well, you do. Don't make no difference. I ain't touchy. Every one of us gives off vibrations. That's how we're able to make contact with the spirit world. Are you kidding? You must be skeptical. Most uninformed people are. Uh, what is your name, young man? Marty Kane. And mine is Leon. Leon what? Two names are unimportant. It is enough that the spirit of my father's will recognize one. Tell me, young man, are you employed? I'm on my own. What sort of work do you do? Anything that pays. Right now, I'm just a tramp. I admire your frankness. I also feel you might be helpful in my work. Uh, what kind of work? I'm a medium. I provide a link between those who are earthbound and those who occupy the spirit world. You don't say. I communicate with what you skeptics call the dead. Although, of course, there are no dead. Well, Louis would be tickled to hear that. Who is Louis? A uh, pal of mine. He fell into a cement mixer and they had to pour him through a net to find him. If Louis wasn't dead, then I'll eat this jalopy and I'll start right now with the mudguards. It is odd how a man with your vibrations can lack such understanding. If my vibrations don't like it, they can hang on to someone else. But I feel I can change after a while. At any rate, I'm in need of an assistant. Would you like the job? What do I do? Oh, see that my guests are properly seated during the film, take care of my car, run errands occasionally. It isn't an executive position, so to speak, but you'll find it interesting. Oh, that don't sound bad. There's only one thing I must insist on, however. Yeah, what's that? 
sooner or later you'll be converted. However, until that time, you are to keep your opinions concerning my work to yourself. I cannot afford any ridicule from an employee. Oh, don't worry about it, Leon. I'll keep my shirt on. And, uh, whenever you want me to, uh, <laughs> rattle a couple of chains, just say the word. We drove right to his home. It was a big wooden building that was falling apart at the seams, and it reminded me of a three-story morgue. Oh, this is where I hold my seances. Uh, looks cozy. Of course, the word seance is a ridiculous term. But we use it because it seems to be in the fashion. You mind uh, if I ask you a question, Leon? Not at all. You really got ghosts in here that talk to your pals? They talk through me, Marty, using my voice. And the spirit world young man is far wiser than our own. Suppose I want to talk to Louie. Could you get him down? Louie? You're the guy who fell into the cement mixer. I might try. <laughs> Something amuses me? Yes, I was just thinking. Maybe instead of getting Louie down, you'd have to bring him up. <laughs> you shall see tonight how a seance works. Perhaps tomorrow you'll be less cynical. Oh, Gertrude. I want you to be my new assistant. Marty, this is my very lovely wife. Lovely was right. Gertrude was slightly terrific. She had long, wavy red hair that fell down to her shoulders and the skin you loved to touch. When she walked, she swayed a little. And there wasn't a misplaced curve from her black nylon stockings to the velvet choker she wore around her pretty throat. Gertrude was quite a dish. A seven-course dinner with nothing but dessert. And I could see she was looking me over, too. Marty used to be my new assistant. You will please show him his duties, Gertrude. Anything you say, Leon, darling. I have to make my phone calls now. This hour's tonight. We'll begin at nine. Before you show him round, you might give him some lunch, my dear. Then you may join me upstairs. Hungry? Not now. Why not now? Not since I met you. You work pretty fast. I ain't got much time. Where'd you come from? Uh, the spirit world. I'm looking for somebody to haunt. Well, don't try me. I've had enough of that apple sauce already. You mean you ain't a medium, too? I'm just bored. I want to communicate with a man for a change. Not with a nut that's halfway between here and who knows where. A strong talk to a guy you only met two minutes ago. You won't repeat it. No? No. Uh, how long, how long you been married to this girl? Six months. You're tired of them already? It makes me sick. And where do you hang around? I like to eat. Dame with your looks can eat whenever she wants. Not the way I like to eat. You got cash? There's no millionaire, but he does pretty well. The racket pays off. A hundred a week. Hey, that's nice lettuce. Why does he live in this drafty dump? It gives him background. Besides, you like it. You don't believe in this malarkey about the spirits, huh? To me, it's just nonsense. But he believes it. Nah. I tell you, he does. There's something peculiar about him when he goes in one of his trances. He thinks he's someone else. He swallows his own crazy line. I'm looking forward to seeing him. You will, tonight. You'll be seeing so much of it after a while it'll make you sick in the stomach. Huh. But that's something I wouldn't say, baby, about you. At nine bells, the suckers trail in. There were half a dozen dames, rest were gents. They sat around the circle with Leon at one end, and they watched him like a bunch of hungry cats would watch a bowl of cream. But it was Gertie who surprised me. She played it straight. So straight that I had to think back to remember what she... what she was really like. I believe we're ready. Are you prepared, Leon? Yes. 
I'll do my best to establish communication tonight. Although one never knows, of course, when one is able to contact the spirit world at any given moment. Mr. Kane? Huh? Will you put out the light? Oh, sure. I just need the little one burning over the door. There's no need to be in total darkness. Are you ready, Leon? The room was almost dark because the light we left on was covered with colored paper. But I could see him anyway, rubbing his hands over his fat little face. Then suddenly he straightened out and started to sway back and forth. And the jerk was in his trance. We of the spirit world are continually by your side. We watch your every move and we in our infinite wisdom know everything and see all. We will talk with you now. And we will try to identify ourselves. Who wishes to converse with us? Speak now, please. Speak up. Is, uh, is my brother among you? Your brother. Ah, my friend, there are so many here tonight. We shall see if we can find your brother. I, I, I lost him years ago in an accident. Harry. Harry, talk to me to hear me. Tell me you're well and happy. Harry is well. Yes, he is very well. And he is happier than you are, my friend. He conveys this message to you. He tells you to work hard and be patient until the time when you shall meet again. Oh, if I could just be sure. Of what, my friend? Of whether it's really Harry I'm talking to. You do not believe. Who isn't that? It's just that there may be someone else in the spirit world who's speaking for Harry. Harry, do you hear your brother speaking? Assure him of your presence. Assure him that we are all here. There's a glow. Near the window. It's my father. It's Harry! Up to this point, I was watching the old fake shimmy from foot to foot, but when one of the customers pointed to the window, I saw it. A soft glow near the ceiling that passed across the window and disappeared. Later, when the suckers left, I was alone with Leon for a minute. He looked at me with a peculiar smile as I emptied out the ashtrays, and he seemed to read my mind. Well, young man, what did you think of the house? Well, I, uh, I still ain't convinced. You saw the light, didn't you? Yeah, sure. It could have been made by headlight reflections from a passing car. How do you mean? Well, go to bed some night and keep watching the window when there's traffic outside in the street. You'll see them headlights passing like, look, look, there goes one now. Yes, there's our car lights. But that isn't what you saw this evening. No? What you saw was the partial materialization of a psychic phenomenon. You saw a member of the world that is not of the flesh. Yeah, that's your story. You are hard to convince. But one day I will prove myself to you and everyone else. Yeah? How? When I die. Yes. When I die, Marty, I will return. Nothing will stop me. I will return, young man, from the grave. (laughs) 
It resists 47 of the worst kinds of stains, like ink, paint, even grape drink. It's quality carpet, the kind usually sold to hotels, motels, theaters, restaurants exclusively because of its durability and quality. It comes with heavy-duty commercial padding, and it's laid by factory-trained carpet layers to custom-fit your rooms. I'm talking about our now-famous carpet offer at Brentwood Fine Furnishings, where we will completely install, in your own home, three rooms of carpet, all for not 300 but a low 149 The reason for the outstanding carpet offer is because of a special purchase from our factory of over $50,000 worth of this carpet, and it comes in popular modern colors as well. Not seconds, but quality carpet all the way. Yes, carpet your living room, dining room, hallway, or kitchen, all for $149, or even a bedroom or two. Your combination of any three rooms, a big 250-square-foot area for a low $149. To the first 10 buyers, a bonus. Your bathroom will be carpeted free or a handsome Eureka vacuum. Call 487-3649 tomorrow. 487-3649 tomorrow. Open at 9.30 a.m. 487-3649 tomorrow. Brentwood's Fine Furnishings and Sugar House at 2112 South 11th East. One's time on Earth may be spent according to one's beliefs and inclinations. And the length of this time is a matter beyond our control. But how we use this time is something else again. For sooner or later, we must play the piper for the dance. I'm tired of it, that's all. Sick and tired of it. Now take it easy, baby. You don't know what it's like to be with that sword. Look, I'll take him as much as I can stand, Marty. If I have to go through this any longer, I'll go crazy. Then why don't you divorce him? And starve to death? Well, you got me, sugar. Sure. And what have you got? Nothing but the suit of clothes on your back and a few measly banknotes under your mattress. Well, if you don't want to lead him, then stop complaining. Nobody's forcing you to stay. And you said you loved me. What's one thing going to do with another? What kind of a man are you, anyway? Do you want to go on for the rest of your life seeing me behind his back? Crawl out a cockroach every time he orders you around? Who's crawling? Nobody ever saw me crawl, and nobody will. Marty... Marty, darling, do something to make me free. What What can I do? Well, there are ways that a man can think of. What are you getting at? But if... If Leon were to die, we'd have the business. I know he's at by heart. And I know how to pick up the customers. What do you mean, if Leon was to die? He's also got a little money in the bank. Eight or ten thousand. That would belong to me, too. Now, wait a minute, Gertrude. It'll be easy. He's such a fool. He'd fall for anything I told him. And, and we could get away with it. Get away with what? Murder? Are you nuts? What are you saying? Look, it was only a figure of speech. What I meant was we could get away with murder by leaving him flat and helping ourselves to a little bit of cash on the floor. Not a chance. We'd be picked up in no time. You make me sick. You've got no backbone. I don't know what I see in you anyway. Oh, now, baby, don't be like that. Get your hands off me. I'm through with you, understand? I want a man, not a cream puff. I never want to see you again. Marty? Yeah, Gertrude? Marty, let's make up. Oh, gee, baby, that's, that's all I've been wanting to do. I'm sorry I was so mean to you. Will you forgive me? Sure. We'll go back to where we left off two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I meant to tell you we're going to town tonight. Yeah? What for? I have a cousin living there, and Leon's promised to take me over to see her. We'll use the car and you'll drive. Uh, I wish he was going by himself instead. So as you and I could be alone. We'll be alone, Marty. Yes. Very much alone. Same than you think. The way she said it bothered me for a while. But by the time we were in the car that night, I'd forgotten all about it. The quickest way to drive to Oak Town is across a long, high bridge. We reached it at 6.15. I was taking it easy and there wasn't much traffic, but when we hit the middle of the bridge, she suddenly asked me to stop. What's the 
big idea. Hey, Gertrude wants to show me something, Marty. Here? In the middle of the bridge? Oh, wait, just a moment. Come on, Leon, let's get out of the car. Hey, now, wait a minute. What are you... What are you going to say? Gertrude tells me she's observed a manifestation from this bridge. At uh, this hour of the evening. Don't you remember, Marty, when we drove across two weeks ago? Why? Well, I... It was in the sunset, Leon. I saw my father's face. You've got to see it with me. I've got to try to look for it again. This makes me very happy, Gertrude. Up to now, in spite of all your help, I have considered you a skeptic. I'm not anymore, Leon. Come on, darling, help me out of the car. I sat there while they both got out. I didn't say a word. He had that look on his pan that he always had when he figured he'd made a convert. And he was falling into the edge of the bridge like a scotty after a bone. I froze to my seat, watched him. I could have yelled, but the words wouldn't come. I just sat there. Saw her turn and look up and down the bridge for a passing car. Then when she saw it was empty, as the dope kept watching the sunset, she put her arm behind his back and shoved. Come on, get out of here. You push. Come on, get out of here, you idiot. Three days. 
I looked at her for a second, then ran to the window. She was right. The street was closed. But that was only the beginning. The next time we held a seance, I kept my eyes open. Someone was pulling a fast one, and it wasn't us. But you must have... I tell you, I didn't do it. No, you did. Well, it might have been someone in the street. That sound was in the room. You heard it as well as I did. What are you doing? You're falling for that stuff yourself. He always said he'd try to come back. And if he had... Stop that! Cut it out! He's trying to drive me screwy. He can't come back. He's dead. He's six feet deep. That's where he'll stay forever. We tried to fight it, but it was no use. Gertie was rattled, and I, I was taking it pretty hard myself. But we stuck to the racket. There was too much dough in it to give in so quick. Besides, I didn't believe it. I didn't care what kind of noises they made. They made plenty, I'm telling you now. I'm through. Pull yourself together, Gertrude. Look, I'm through. I tell you, I can't stand any longer. I'm finished, Marty. Stop talking like a fool. I saw your face tonight. We heard that laugh. You turned as white as a sheep. Well, I, I knew better, though, when I thought it over. It was, it was one of the customs. It must have been. That's all it was, Gertie. Well, I wish I could believe it. Then who do you think it was for the love of my... What's going on in your mind? That laugh, Marty. I've heard that laugh before. It belonged to Leon. I guess we should never have held that last seance. We should have left well enough alone. But I got a tip that a plainclothes copper was coming down to make another investigation. We had to go through with it then and put on an act. So I got Gertie two stiff whiskeys and finished a couple myself. And then when the crowd came over and got themselves comfortable, put out the lights and Gertie got started. We are now in communication with the spirit world. Are there any questions? Yes, there are. Who are you, sir? Detective Fielding. And what is the question which you wish to convey to those who have passed? I'd like to hear from your husband, Mrs. Leon. Husband? Yes. Uh, one of two things I'd like to ask him. I have been... Uh, it's hard to communicate with him, sir. I cannot get a vibration. Try a bit harder. No. No, it's impossible. I... Uh, <laughs> Everything in stereo. Yes, definitely. Everything in stereo. Always. 
at Stereorama, 1425 South, 7th Come in and ask about the unusual advantages of the special tape club, available only to Stereorama customers. And here's great news for tape buyers. All tapes are guaranteed. At Stereorama, you'll find four and eight-track tapes and players. And at Stereorama, there's no charge on parts, labor, and service for one full year on units that they sell. For sale, service, and installation, it's Stereorama, 1425 South 7th East, where you select from thousands of current and choice tape selections. They're open from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Stop in soon. And remember, tapes may be played before purchase. And if not completely satisfied, within 24 hours, tapes may be exchanged at no charge. That's Stereorama. For everything in stereo, for car, truck, boat, or home, it's Stereorama, 1425 South, 7th Again, I repeat, I take no sides in this particular matter. It may be fact or fiction, true or false. But there is a certain graveyard in the country that lies beyond the church. And high up in its tower, you'll find a clock. Below, there's a stone marked Leon. And that is where your research should begin. The clock will be heard again next week. This program was written by Lawrence Clee with Hart McGuire as the clock. June Salter with Gertrude, Ken Wayne with Marty, with Kevin Brennan and Rodney Jacobs. The clock directed by John Saul is a Grace Gibson radio production. Oh.